They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Everybody, once again, it's Matt. Welcoming you to another episode of Matt and Haley's Garage of Horror. This week, we're talking to Aisha Triddle, as she had to correct me on the right pronunciation of her name. I know I always say this, but I think that this actually is hands down the best interview we've done so far. So I'm not even going to do a long intro because I just want you guys to get right to it. So, ladies and gentlemen, Aisha Triddle. Today we are here with Aisha. Is it Aisha? No, it's not. <laughs> All right, what is it? No, I, it, it, everyone. I, I'm really happy that you asked um, because most people don't, and I just I answer to everything nowadays. It's actually Aisha. Aisha. I, yeah. I, okay, okay. You you say it really quick. Okay. Yeah, it's like Aisha, like like your Aisha. I. Okay. Yeah, Aisha. Okay. Almost, yeah. <laughs> almost like the A isn't there. Exactly. It's like you just say the okay. I and then Sha. Aisha. Yes. Oh, well, okay. Oh, that's cooler anyways. Well, I, <laughs> um, I will be editing the first part of this phone call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I say that, but I never edit anything. No. <laughs> cool. No, that's cool. That's cool. It really drives into, you know, people will be like, oh, her name is Aisha. I will always remember. <laughs> I mean, I get everything, though, like Aisha, Aisha. Asia sometimes like to be, to be honest to be honest when you said it wasn't Aisha like Asia looking at it that was gonna be my next <laughs> <laughs> I know it's confusing it's confusing it's like a simple name but also really not all right well Aisha <laughs> <laughs> tell us about yourself and about this new book you have coming out Cool. Um, so I am a, an analyst slash novelist. Um, during the day, I work with innovative tech companies, um, mainly focused in like the AI and data space. Um, and then at night, I write books um, and the occasional screenplay and the occasional stage play. Um, I love country music. Um, I really like walking through graveyards and occasionally listening to country music in graveyards um and it's also good love, yeah. <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard anyone put country music in graveyard in a sentence before <laughs> but that's it's so like, cool <laughs> yeah so that's that's pretty much i think that's pretty i i love doctor who too um have been a whovian for a long time okay um, okay hold on your favorite doctor and your favorite companion Ooh, ooh, great question. Um, actually, Matt Smith and David Tennant are tied. It's really hard for me to pick. Um, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's just, it's so hard. And then favorite companion, honestly, Rose Tyler, I will say. Um, yeah, just her whole story. I mean, I cried so much that it just, I got so emotionally attached. You know? Oh, uh, it's like the way they ended their story, like. <laughs> Someone. I was so upset. Why would you do that? <laughs> I was so upset, honestly. Like, no spoilers, but you know. Yeah, I won't go into it, but just the, <laughs> the way it ended was 
very sad. It was! And that's why I became so attached to Rose Tyler, because of just my emotions, you know? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I have to say that we are agreed on Matt Smith and David Tennant. They're, they're pretty much tied. But okay. I do have to say that my companion is Amy Pond. <laughs> Ooh, why Amy Pond? I don't know. There's just something about Karen Gillum. Gillum. I don't know. Like, maybe it's the She's beautiful. Yeah, like, maybe it's the red hair in the British thing. Like, (laughs) the Scottish accent. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, but like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's, she's, I mean, she's also in all the Marvel films, too. Like, she's so good. And I like that they cast her in the Marvel films and then, like, they put her under all this makeup and you can't even tell it's her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all you can really see is, like, ooh, good bone structure. Like, that's yeah. it. That's all you can tell about whoever's underneath. You're like, ah, good bone structure. She was Karen Gillan. <laughs> plays Nebula, Haley. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. And I, I've never watched Doctor Who, but I do know who uh, the actors are that you were talking about. So mm-hmm. I like them in other stuff, but I've never yeah. personally seen Doctor Who. I'm weird. I haven't seen a lot. You'll you'll come to realize that. I don't know if you've listened to any of our other episodes, but uh, yeah, I don't... <laughs> a lot <laughs> um but i have i don't know if you're a sherlock fan but i do like sherlock yes <laughs> yes I cumberbatch <laughs> oh my gosh so good did you watch um did you, you actually watch cumber come <laughs> cumber snatch <laughs> <laughs> did you watch um did you watch the new dracula series that the creators did the creators of sherlock did that just came out i have is it on netflix yes it is um yeah Oh no, I have to check it's, that out. It's basically what it says it's three episodes, but it's really like three movies because like they're all like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like think, I started yeah. it. I started it, but I haven't got a chance to finish it. Oh really? Yeah. I just zoomed through it on a weekend out of like I don't know, curiosity. I was going to because I was gonna review it for for our site. Mm-hmm. And then my kids wouldn't be quiet <laughs> and, yeah. and all that stuff. So then it was just like, okay, I'm going to have to come back for this. Yeah, I'd be really curious to you know hear both of your thoughts on that because I just thought, I don't know, Dracula is hard. Like, have any recent Dracula series done well? Like, I think the one with Jonathan Reese Myers was canceled after like one season. Um, and then have any of the movies done well recently? I don't think so, but I mean, like, yeah, they've it's been, a tough topic. Yeah, like, they've been, like, pretty much garbage. <laughs> I think that could be because, too, like, you had, and I'm not just saying with just Dracula, I mean, like, with all, like, just vampire in general, mm-hmm. I think, like, a lot that happened around the Twilight era and then beyond <laughs> kind of, like, put everybody in, like, a vampire, I don't know, just, yeah. like, mood, because I know I did not... I was not a fan of Twilight. <laughs> yeah, we we need to we need to make vampires scary again. <laughs> yeah, yes. I I agree because um I actually never watched Twilight. It was kind of like a, you know, it was a choice. I wanted to, you know, everyone was watching Twilight and obsessed. I was like, no, not going to do it. And then I finally watched it um, like last year with my best friend Miranda, you know, absolutely just drunk on wine. Um, and <laughs> relatable. <laughs> yeah, that was like, that was when the idea was like, we, were, we should watch Twilight after we're like halfway through the rose. Um, and then I just, I was laughing my head off. 
throughout the whole thing, which is probably like no offense to Stephanie Meyer and people who created that movie, but you know, it was just oh my gosh, it was yeah. one of those like corny movies that like you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I watched that. <laughs> I, I got suckered. I got suckered into watching them all because like my wife, we were dating at the time. You uh, wanted to watch them, and I would just say that the best thing about the Twilight series is Anna Kendrick, and I think the fact <laughs> that Kendrick didn't even remember she was in Twilight is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I just I remember that one moment where Bella walks into the the classroom, and there's like a fan behind her, and then Edward does like the whole. <gasps> kind of thing and his face looks and you're, you're you can't really tell what that react i was really confused like it looks like they're like bella smells really bad yeah. yeah i know and then they tried to like play it off as like as like to have some comedic moments in there and like they're in the restaurant at that one in that one town and he's like <laughs> i can tell what everybody's thinking in here and he's like sex money <laughs> drugs and then he's like cat <laughs> <laughs> what it's this movie <laughs> yeah it was just like the, the, those moments were so just like displaced and just so i was uh, yeah i was so confused throughout most of it <laughs> like, it's just funny it's just funny like my wife made me watch all those and like she she doesn't even like kirsten stewart like she hates kirsten stewart <laughs> like every time she sees a picture of kirsten stewart she's like why is her mouth open like that why is her face like that she said like she she no offense to kirsten stewart but she said when she sees her face it's like she's always trying to figure out what smells you know fun fact kirsten stewart's actually going to be in pittsburgh this weekend <laughs> oh <laughs> yes i should tell her you told me yeah you should <laughs> Wait, no, I don't, I don't, I don't um, want to hear a rail for like she, 10 minutes. She is um, recording, or she's filming a movie, I think, here. Oh. Um, I only know that because my boss uh, knows this lady, and she does like really good facials, and apparently mm -hmm. she's going to get a facial this weekend, so. Oh. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. That sounds relaxing. Yeah, they said <laughs> Jason Momoa also got a facial there, and I was kind of yeah. like, I'm so jealous because he's so hot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I could go to a facial and then turn into Jason Momoa, like, I totally would. You'd, right. Like, I would like to be as beautiful as Jason Momoa for sure. Oh, right. Momoa <laughs> <laughs> was, was filming a Netflix show here or a Netflix movie or something because they shoot a lot of Netflix movies in Pittsburgh. But I didn't know that. I had they to do. talk. I had to talk Haley out of rushing his trailer. <laughs> I was leaving. I was leaving work the one night, and they had um while they were filming. I don't know if they're yeah. still filming, but they were filming, and they have these cones set up like "Do not park on the street." And <laughs> where I parked was where they were recording. And then, like, I saw all the trailers set up, and I was like, I knew that. I actually knew that it was Jason Momoa filming because um at my job, like this guy will come in and he works for Netflix. And he was like, oh, yeah, we've been, like, recording, like, over on this part of the city and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
are you serious? I'm like, and you didn't bring him in here? <laughs> like, yes, he didn't bring Jason Momella to the jewelry store, Haley. He's so, so sorry. Rude. So rude. He totally should have. <laughs> I was, it's, it was so, he's such a nice guy, but I, it was funny because we were poking around, but he was like, no, but I have pictures. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's, I was like, he's still hot on camera quality pictures. So <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know when someone can like carry off an iPhone photo, especially if it's a little grainy or like, that's that's just that's that's pure yeah. beauty. Well, I pure mean, beauty I mean, Jason Momoa. Uh, right, <laughs> <laughs> he's like perfect. Yeah, I would have supported you rushing his trailer <laughs> for sure. Like, like when they announced it, when they announced it, like John Legend won Sexiest Man Alive. I was like, do they not know who Jason Momoa is? <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> like that was my first response. <laughs> wait, wait, who won Sexiest Man Alive? John Legend. You know? Oh, yeah. That's an I mean, interesting choice. I mean, yeah. he's not bad, but Jason. Momoa. I wouldn't say he's the sexiest <laughs> person alive. I mean, if you're gonna pick yeah. anyone, either Jason Momoa or Michael B. Jordan for sure, because they're both hot. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, def- I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we have great taste in men. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. <laughs> good, good tactics. You totally would have rushed the trailers, you know. That, that's how you get them. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even but though I Jason Momoa's wife is gorgeous. To bail you out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> that wouldn't have been a fun weekend. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay, so I should on Endgame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I accidentally titled it after, you know, Avengers Endgame. I mean, it wasn't intentionally after Avengers Endgame. It was just I, I submitted it for uh, consideration. And then I went to the movie theater because I live in like a work cave all the time. And I saw the poster for Avengers Endgame. And I was like, oh, well, that was not so good. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> sorry. So, so it's a near future techno thriller. Um, and it centers around this successful young lawyer named Lee who lives in Chicago and she seems really shallow. Um, she's obsessed, you know, with fashion and men and how men look. Um, and then we find out of course that she was, uh, dumped by her boyfriend, Peter, for an Instagram model. And she's recovering from that. Um, she's also recovering from the death of her best friend. Um, and so to cope, she drinks a lot of wine and she goes into a virtual reality dating app every night. So it's like Tinder, but VR and really good VR. Um, and she meets a guy. Sorry, this is like the long description. She meets a guy. Oh, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> she meets a guy named Alexi. You know, he might be British. He might be Russian. She can't tell from his accent. But he's, you know, he's oof. And she really falls hard for him. Um, and then, you know, she gets... As with most VR stories, she gets trapped in the app. She's told that she has to capture a hacker and, you know, chaos ensues. There's a twist at the end that seems to really be scary in everyone. Um, And people are like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know. That's cool. Um, And that comes out on Valentine's Day as an ebook from Kaidai Publishing. Yes. Yes. Well, that sounds awesome. And I am a fan of things where chaos ensues because that is me and Haley's whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this. Yeah, I feel like that's my life. It's just like, ugh, chaos ensues, you know, completely Same. bad. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> so, <whoops. laughs> 
But could you imagine getting stuck in a virtual reality Tinder, though? Like, for real, though. No, it'd be so bad. It'd be so bad. Like, why are all these dicks in here? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like you go through it. You're like, I swiped all the people that you swiped left. uh, You know, like if there's a party, which there is in the in the story, like there's like a Gatsby gala. Everyone that you swiped left on would be in there, and they would know who you were from seeing your profile. Like that's a lot to deal with. Oh, that's so awkward. (laughs) It would be so awkward. They'd be like, Oh, I totally you know, approach you, and you're like. Do I tell them that I swipe left on them? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yeah, no, that would be, oh my gosh, that would be horrific. (laughs) (laughs) Especially with today's dating. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Yeah, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, So were you in, was this book inspired kind of by what you do at your day job? It was actually. So a while back, I worked with this guy who was obsessed with um, a dating app that wasn't Tinder. I don't know if like I can, met- I mean, it was, it was, it was Grinder. He was obsessed with Grinder, but he was okay. gay. Um, he just thought that they were a really cool company. And he mentioned something about them working on like, oh, I heard like they're, they're working on a VR thing and like you'll be able to go into like hotel rooms in the app with like your matches. And I was like, this sounds like a bad idea. Also, <laughs> it sounds like it would be like considering the current state of VR. I mean, this was probably what, three years ago, considering the state of VR back then, I was kind of like, I don't really understand what the point of that would be. Because you would just like put your goggles on and go in, and of course, like everything's gonna be glitchy, and then you can't really like <laughs> do anything. So like, um, so it was inspired by that. You know, I had that idea rolling around in my head for a while, um, and as VR has progressed, I just decided to write that. <laughs> yeah, because VR is like a little bit. It's still touchy. Because like, I went to a VR thing in Pittsburgh, and like, it like it trips you out. It can make you sick, like really sick. <laughs> I like I was like oh my goodness how do people do this all day <laughs> yeah for sure like that and then also the fact that you know like I saw that there's some sort of virtual uh, reality like skin being developed so that you can feel completely like you're in another world but I mean currently it's just like chairs and controls and mm-hmm. like you're not going to get that feeling as well so yeah freaky yeah no it is really freaky and all of the ai development that's coming um up totally yeah it went into the book as well so if you want to be freaked out um as most people seem to be getting freaked out um read my book (laughs) (laughs) i mean it sounds very interesting honestly was now now was the british russian inspired because i know i i saw you spent time in london Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did, actually. Um, Yeah, no, I did. um, I've I've been to London a few times. Um, I've been to actually Portugal for work a couple times and also had to go uh, to London, like, for a few days, um, kind of like a layover thing. Um, But I also studied at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art um, over a summer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think all of that, most of the actors that I truly think are amazing and can really freak you out and like really get in there are British. Um, So I think that that played into it. And then all of the, uh, you know, election manipulation they were saying by the Russians and all that and the tech development over there kind of uh, 
was incorporated as well. Oh, that's so smart. <laughs> oh, 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 thanks. It's just kind of like, I don't know, just, you know, kind of after working in tech all day, which can be hard, uh, which I mean, yeah, um, it's just nice to kind of have that outlet. You just pour everything into it and then you kind of get this. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still stuck on VR skin suits. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys are talking about London and I have just whole <laughs> A Silence of the Lamb style rabbit hole. Oh my gosh! Would you? Would you do? Would you do a VR experience like that, where you had like a complete skin and you could feel everything, and it was that realistic? I think it would be interesting. I mean, like I'm, I'm really big into technology. Like I like innovation. Um, mm -hmm. Like I think it would be cool, but mm -hmm. like there's a lot of weird people out there. <laughs> yeah, you could you could really get up to some no good. Um, yeah, you mentioned that you really like computers and AI. Yes, like, and that's what I wanted to ask you, like, uh -huh. the AI, like, in a, like an analyst, like, what mm -hmm. is it that you do? So this is, um, currently, I work mainly in the entertainment space. Um, and the company that I work for, uh, we monitor all online metrics, like online searches. Um, we run things through um, natural language processing. Um, and it gets tagged with the sentiment. So if we wanted to monitor conversation around a movie, like The Turning, um, then we, you know, we scout, we, we, we go all across the web. Um, we have these crawlers, they collect everything, they tag everything, and then we view it in a dashboard. And then I essentially go and um, pick the insights that are most relevant. Like, okay, this event inspired, you know, the most online searches, that means public interest or, you know, sentiment around this element of your trailer was not good, but this element was. Um, and that's pretty much what I do. I just get insights from, from the internet, public opinion. <laughs> like more like like AI is like as an information gatherer. Um, yeah, well the yeah, so it basically um, it's kind of like a hybrid analytical thing because all of the information is processed through the practical AI. Right. And then I just go in and view it. But yeah, so it's like an information gatherer and then it's tagged um, and sort of processed through all of that. Um, so it's it's very much it's very much the practical AI um, that a lot of companies are using and not so much like the <clears throat> like, ooh, robots. See, that's that's where I'm at. See, I grew up. I grew up on science fiction. Yeah, and I am highly upset that we are in this year of our Lord 2020 and we don't have <laughs> helper robots. Mm -hmm. We don't have any flying cars. Like, yeah. I yeah. feel like I was lied to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but no, we do I... have Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> That's all that matters. That is a positive. Yeah, that is a positive for sure. Um, yeah, it no, is. I yeah, I'm I love robots though. Like, I want my I want my helper robot. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. I want that, that cool medical tech that you see, like, you know, where they don't do x-rays. They have the, mm -hmm. you know, the screen and it does a scan of your body, like MRI mm -hmm. style. Like, I want that stuff. Yeah, there was actually, the, there was a survey done a while back that showed that 27% of millennials would consider dating um, a robot if it was realistic enough, like if it was human-like enough. I mean, <laughs> I don't think they would be this as big of a pain in the like ass. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I mean, maybe they'd like freeze once in a while, you know, there'd be some sort of glitch, but then they wouldn't, you know, 
they wouldn't be as annoying. Like if you told them, like, put the toilet seat down. Right, or pick down. up the, the your clothes up off the floor. Yeah, <laughs> no towels on the floor. They'd be so clean. Like they probably wouldn't even have to shower to be right. clean. They right. would just be clean all the time and fit all the time. And they would just, yeah, which I mean. <laughs> As somebody who works with AI, then like what what are your like personal feelings on <laughs> so i actually this is not like to plug um a blog or any, i blog about ai because i just find like i work with practical ai but the the futuristic like super speculative stuff i just i love um like and learning like i'm really big into machine learning yeah yeah machine learning um yeah for sure so i personally feel um, as far as androids go, um, I'm actually all for it. I think that humans are prepared to deal with that. Um, when it comes to different applications of AI, such as deep fakes, um, I'm really concerned. Um, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's... I've seen some of those, and like, it is insanity. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I definitely feel like, you know, they're all like, oh, you know, we're developing technology to detect deep fakes, but deep fakes are evolving at such a rate and the detection technology is not that um, I just I'm very concerned. Um, like, but like I saw that clip that like where they put Jim Carrey into The Shining. Oh, you know, instead of Jack Nicholson. Yeah, like, you can't tell. Yeah. Like, and Mm-hmm. If you didn't know better, you would have no way of knowing that was fake. It's exactly. Perfect. Exactly. And like that new music video with what Diplo and Niall Horan, where they're like merged into one person. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Now you mentioned Niall Horan. I know. You mentioned Niall Horan, <laughs> and I'm like, dog. Like, I love him. <laughs> He's, I love his voice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I actually, okay, side story. I met him, and like, what? he was, yes, I met him, and he was the nicest guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where did you meet him? Um, He came, he did his uh, Flickr World Tour, and he came to Akron, Ohio, and I drove an hour and a half because I love him and (laughs) and I actually had a meet and greet it was like my birthday Christmas present combined and um he it was so funny because he was talking to me and the photographer had taken the picture and I was like oh my god what if it looks bad I was like does it look bad like I was acting like myself and it was (laughs) it was so funny and he was like no worries no worries like we can always just take another one don't worry about it and he was he was just like the nicest guy like in his eyes like the blue is actually blue like in person so yeah (laughs) I'm so jealous (laughs) Next is Harry Styles. I'm trying to trying to get, get there. And then Not me I, too, but at least to the concert. And then I had to hear about how she met Niall for like weeks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a like, big deal. It, it is, yeah. Because like I, I yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so back to back to robots because I actually did have a question. So, <laughs> yes. um, now did you ever see that Instagram model? Her name's Lil Michaela. Oh yeah. Okay, now do you okay, now this is what I I need answers. Do you okay. think she is a real person or do you think that that is fake or how mm-hmm. what what do you think about that? Um so from what I know of Lil Michaela, um fake, but okay. modeled off of real people. Um I was really curious about how they did that whole thing with Bella Hadid. Mm-hmm. Um 
where I think they kissed and I was like that was interesting um I wouldn't be surprised I, I feel like it's a I feel like it's a combination because she's strictly digital at this point right like she's not a I she's think not a but she uh, takes pictures like out and about that's why I'm like so confused yeah 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 no I definitely think that she's completely completely generated that's so crazy because like I know it's weird right other people on her Instagram like I'm looking at it right now and it just looks like it's so crazy to me (laughs) yeah I think sometimes they might get you know real people and then digitally alter them but as far as her just being out and about I would like I think that's just completely generated Mm -hmm. yeah like they have like a thing of her singing and like you can kind of tell it's generated but then again I'm like how do you do that in like little Instagram videos? I know it's really well. There, there was this new app that came out actually called Sway. Um, they did this whole thing with the Super Bowl. Um, they that you could upload. Essentially, what you do is it, it gives you instructions. You record yourself, you know, looking to the left, looking to the right, um, and they're like, if you can crouch down, um, and then you crouch, you know, blah 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 whatnot and then it generates um like a dancing avatar of you and you can scroll through these um dance options and create these videos of you doing like hip-hop moves and depending on how good the quality is you know of the recording that you did um it can look pretty uh, realistic yeah so yeah it's actually pretty freaky because then it's kind of like well (laughs) if it starts here then where does it stop you know like there are no restrictions in place or social media feeds could be completely inundated with fake stuff and we wouldn't be able to tell i have to ask (laughs) yeah should i keep going how how realistically would we have to worry about terminators (laughs) About Terminators, I don't think we have to worry that much. Um, I personally think what would be most worrying is um, AI's effect on media in general, just because we are such a connected um, population due to social media um, and, you know, news is always coming in. Um, I would be more concerned about media being generated that's completely fake um, and things being manipulated um, online. Um, as far as Androids go, I think we're fine. Um, well, see, I was just curious because I remember reading a thing mm-hmm. that said that like Amazon and Microsoft were like mm-hmm. in like this hot bidding war to like basically make like a war cloud type thing for the Pentagon. And, oh. and like I just read it and I'm like, this is how you get fucking Skynet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's like, right, that's right. Legitimately. <laughs> hmm Yeah, no, I think the thing is, like, AI is really just permeating so much of our current tech, um, and a lot of people don't realize that, um, because, you know, most people, when you say AI, they're like, oh, like, androids, but there, there are a lot of practical applications as well. Um, yeah, there's, like, a lot of AI that we use all the time. But, mm-hmm. people, but when people hear AI, like the artificial <laughs> intelligence, they definitely think like androids, like like mm-hmm. sentient, like sentient androids, you know, and yeah. like that. So I mean, that's where yeah, my brain sure. goes, like with machine yeah. learning and all that. It's like mm-hmm. you would definitely have to like incorporate Asimov's three laws if you're gonna do. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, like that. for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, there definitely. I think there definitely have to be restrictions in place. Um, I think what you mentioned about the war cloud for sure. AI development by governments. Um, you know, the, there was an arms race. There's always an arms race. Um, there's an AI race. I'm sure happening right now. Um, because I mean, what better way to sort of destabilize a country by completely manipulating what everyone sees? Right. Yeah. You know? And my thing is with that is not so much like murderous robots. Like obviously, <laughs> obviously the Terminators came later after Skynet had right. sent out their nuclear bombs. But right. like that scenario is a little bit easier for me to believe because if you do mm -hmm. leave uh, a robot to to make complex decisions, right? Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. they whether or not you should go to war or not, unless it is a sophisticated brain that mm -hmm. that understands empathy mm -hmm. understands compassion i could look at a country and be like okay the easiest way to like like the easiest way to stop this is like let's let's just bomb them into a parking lot but <laughs> i'm empathetic you know what i mean like yeah i understand yeah. the value of human life so it's like okay yeah. like we can't bomb them into a parking lot we have mm -hmm. to find another diplomatic way to do this whereas mm -hmm. a robot they don't they don't might not have empathy so they're like okay the best solution mathematically would be to just wipe them out so okay wipe them out mm, yeah yeah no definitely i think that that's a that's a huge concern i think empathy is super important i mean just when approaching ai in general there was this um the <laughs> the animal ai olympics did you hear about that i did not but i <laughs> so yeah no i found this really interesting i think it was um created it was run so professor murray shanahan um he was a consultant on ex mahina did you see that yes okay so um i mean i was just like reading all of alex garland's screenplays and i was like like how did he do this so well and i came across professor murray shanahan and he along with a bunch of other people um created this animal ai olympics where i believe you would submit your ai to compete against animals such as crows um i forget what else um because they think differently like their cognitive you know functions are completely different from ours in a way their, their stream of thought um so i was really interested in that and then i came across the team um and I think their disciplines kind of span not only, you know, computer science, but philosophy. Um, and there was this blog written by, not a blog, it's like an official academic presentation online written by one of the guys who, oh, I have to find out what his name was, um, <laughs> who um, helped organize it. And it was on when you create AI um, as it evolves, do you give it the ability to feel pain? Mm. Which is interesting. That was something I've kind of, I've thought about a lot because I mean, if you create an AI, you know, say it's at the point where, you know, in, in terms of fiction, it's at the point where it's feeling like I wish I had a body, you know, and it's right. stuck in a computer. Do you let it, feel like that or do you remove that capacity or alter it somehow um it's just interesting yeah i see i listen to i my day job is not mm -hmm. anywhere near as cool as yours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I work 
I work for the postal service. I deliver mail. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. nice. So like I drive around all day mm-hmm. and like, I listen to this, um, one podcast, um, it's artificial intelligence with uh, Lex Fradman. Ooh, I've not heard that. Yeah, oh, dude, it's great. But, like, he actually went through that. Like, he has different episodes talking about, like, different components because that's what they are working towards. Like, Mm -hmm. it's all machine learning Mm -hmm. and, like, teaching a robot, like, how to think, how to feel, Mm -hmm. and, you know, all of that. And it's, like, that's really dicey because if if you let it feel pain... Mm-hmm. Right, pain is unpleasant. Yeah. So it would only lead logically that if it has evolved to feel pain, mm-hmm. then it's going to be able to think eventually, like, how do I get rid of this pain? Yeah. Okay. Like you know, and so then like you really start getting into other emotions, mm-hmm. right? Like so, like you know, what if you know it's in pain, you leave it in pain? Well, then I would think the next emotion it's going to learn is anger. Right, right. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, it's bad that it's hurt. Yeah, it's in pain mm-hmm. all the time. And that's where, like, you know, you get into anger, fear. Mm-hmm. really need to have, like, that, that empathy counterbalance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because then you wonder, you know, if you remove that capacity to feel pain, then how is it going to truly be able to have empathy? Because it's such a big such a big part of you know being empathetic is being able to feel pain so it's 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 right. very tricky yeah, you, have to, you have to know what it's like to mm-hmm. feel pain or you can put yourself in somebody's on uh, somebody else's shoes and yeah. understand what they're feeling yeah and like that's what i said like i i hear all this talk about androids and like machine learning and, and teaching them how to you know think and it's mm-hmm. like it's it's like it's gonna be like a toddler and you see toddlers man like toddlers are not good at communicating their feelings so a lot of times they lash out yeah tantrum yeah yeah yeah, and have a tantrum when a toddler has a tantrum and lashes out that's not Mm -hmm. a big deal because it's not a three-ton machine Mm -hmm. you know made of steel yeah yeah for sure and then yeah definitely like ai with its capacities if it has a tantrum like that's bad (laughs) it's bad for many many people yeah, so like I think of all that, but then at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm like, we need to build a robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember like Boston Dynamics just built that robot, or maybe it's not just, but that runs like a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's cool. That's what I'm saying. Like we're we're in the year 2020. Like mm-hmm. let's, let's, start, let's start seeing some of this stuff. Yeah, everyone really hypes up Sophia the robot, but I mean, there's also a lot of naysayers about her as well. Do you pay attention to like? Do you kind of keep tabs on her? I, I do. I know who I know who she is. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the stuff surrounding her, not so mm-hmm. much. I think honestly, she's overhyped. Like she did a video with Will Smith, and she does you know video here and there. And then a lot of people from Google have been like, "No, she's not really you know she's not how people perceive her. She's fed a lot of stuff, uh, so it's just kind of like you know like elaborate animatronics, really." But- well, yeah, like that's the big hurdle, you know. Like mm-hmm. now, like a computer, like a computer can do anything mm-hmm. as long as you tell it how first. Yeah. Do you watch Westworld? Oh, yes. You know, and like, but like, that's the big hurdle is like, you know, teaching Mm -hmm. a computer to like learn on its own. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and come up with things that you didn't teach it. Yeah. Yeah, which will be, yeah, like original thought will be really interesting. Just, yeah, that would, I'd be very curious, but I'd also be really scared to see, like, what would an AI think of, you know, that's beyond what humans have already thought of? Um, new territory. Yeah, that's, sure. what, that's what I'm thinking, because it's like, if, because I mean, if you think about it, mm-hmm. yes, it's definitely scary mm-hmm. um, because of like the stuff that like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, where I would really like to see it is like in the medical field. Yeah. You know, we have like, we have all these diseases, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, coronavirus is running rampant right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cancers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what if you put some of these problems, mm-hmm. like you could feed some of these problems to a computer that can like go down trains of thought, compute different scenarios, like mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of them, like in a blink of an eye. Yeah, faster than we ever could. Yep. No, I think definitely sort of like with everything that's happening with the coronavirus, for sure, it would be amazing if there were Android equivalents of, you know, the doctors and nurses um, that could be almost completely trusted. So then they wouldn't be risking their lives so much um, for stuff like that. And I think deep space exploration, um, for sure, I think... Yeah, there's like so many applications. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you see um, just at CES, um, there was the Samsung Neon, which is still completely digital, but it's they've got like real time response and everything. Did you see about that? I did not see that. So it's it's like a digital avatar. It looks just about completely human. modeled off of actors but they've got i forget what exactly it is that generates you know real-time responses it still is a bit wonky um but one of the applications that they mentioned was um sort of like an in-house companion for the elderly um because i know that there was a kind of i don't want to call it rudimentary it's not rudimentary it's current uh robot called leq um that is for I believe seniors at home who have health problems and whatnot um, as a, as a companion um, and sort of also, I think to remind them to take their meds and whatnot. Um, but it looks like, it doesn't look like BB eight, but it's kind of that vibe, you know, where it's like, it's got, okay. its little, yeah, it's got its little blocky head and it's got its little body. Um, but the digital avatars from neon, they're so human like that. They were mentioning that perhaps, um, you know, the elderly who are at home would feel more comfortable conversing with that than this little blocky robot. Right. But I mean, and like that, I mean, like that's cool. And especially like, cause like, you know, looking after you know, like the elderly, like you said, and having mm-hmm. a companion, it's like, you know, like a robot, you know, especially if you solve like the, like the power, like battery life, power storage, like mm-hmm. the robot doesn't sleep. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. You know that whole thing of like, oh, somebody falls in the middle of the night, and you got to get up and you know, yeah. get to them, or they or they have to wait. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but having an in-home companion like that that never sleeps. Mm-hmm. But what I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. like, you know, as far as like solving, you know, like like looking into diseases and stuff and them computations, yeah. you know, it's almost like like Doctor Strange in <laughs> um, Infinity War. You know, where, like, he takes the time stone and he looks at, like, four million futures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like in the span of, like, a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you could 
feed you know an AI that information about a virus, and they could run through all these scenarios, mm-hmm. you know, figure out the best ways to contain, you know, mm-hmm. maybe figure out like what to put, like you know, you know, break down its genetic code, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff you need for vaccines, and it could go through so many different scenarios faster than we could. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. That's a great point. I feel like that would be super useful, um, especially in you know coming up with a an antidote. <laughs> right, like it could do it could do in like a couple days, you know, if that. Mm-hmm. But it would take like a a team of human scientists working around a clock like six months. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Team. So yeah. it's like, why are we not looking into this? Yeah, no, I'm really curious actually about the application of AI in the medical field because I know a little bit, but I haven't been keeping tabs on that as much. I really wonder where they're at with that development Um, because I think considering everything that's been happening recently, it's it's desperately needed. Yeah. And I would just have to imagine that if you start doing that and you get like, you're going to, you're going to like, you're going to improve the quality of life for for so many people. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that's that's just me. No, I <laughs> I completely I completely agree with you because like my mind doesn't normally go to that. Like I just yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I might have a super even though I work with it all day and I, I, I feel really excited about new developments, I also kind of get, you know, very pessimistic about it very quickly. Um, especially with the whole deep fakes thing. I was like, Oh my gosh, you could use this for cyberbullying, you know, or is there an education program in place for kids it's just yeah it's it's very there's a lot to think about for sure yeah, like I, I think i i kind of approach it with maybe a, a naivete because even though like i am worried about unchecked robots eventually mm-hmm. murdering us all mm-hmm. <laughs> i would say like i would say that most of me though is like like the stuff yeah. i said about the medical field like mm-hmm. i see how they could like lead to the betterment yeah like that's what i see (laughs) and that's really good i think that that's definitely really needed because even you know like elon musk is saying oh it's too late and all that in regard to ai i think definitely um i think when you're just sort of buried in it all day you can start to get pretty cynical and but there are plenty of really positive purposes that it can be used for and i think it's really good to to think of those and always be reminded of those yeah, see, I'm the opposite. Like, I, I never. <laughs> <laughs> but is, is Haley back with us? I am. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm Haley. No, no, no. You're no, no, fine. She sent, me, she sent me a message saying that she had to use the restroom. Oh, so, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, okay. no, I, I've been back. I've been listening to your whole thing. I just didn't want to interrupt anyone. <laughs> oh, well, no. I, wanted to, I wanted to make sure that you were back because, as Aisha said, she wanted to talk, like, you know, about graveyards and ghosts and stuff. And, like, that is Haley's <laughs> It is, yeah, because I'm, like, that person who likes... It, so, it, even though it freaks me out, I it, huh. I find it very interesting, you know? <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> but, like, I have to say, I have... I have to say the one time... Um, okay, before, uh, when I was younger, my pop would take us walking through a graveyard, but I, mm-hmm. I don't really know why, but we, we did that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, the only, <laughs> the only time <laughs> as I got older that I went through a graveyard was to go. So, like, my friend lived, um, 
like the where 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 I live is like it's weird because like it's our town, and then you can walk down through this graveyard slash like softball field slash like forest type of thing, and you when she I, we reached the graveyard and I nearly like crapped myself because like Ooh. I was like someone because she would always she was into, big into it so she was always like well yeah something grabbed my foot grabbed my ankle and I'm always like the scaredy cat when it comes to like in that moment so I'm like why are you telling me this now I don't <laughs> even want to walk through here like, <laughs> oh my but, god yeah but it's so interesting because I'll watch like um I'll watch stuff on YouTube. Like I'll go mm-hmm. down the rabbit hole of YouTube or I'll go on um like Ghost Adventures and I'll watch that. Like I think the biggest one and I don't know if you've ever seen this. Um mm-hmm. it's down in Mexico somewhere and it's the Island of the Dolls and it's it ties into we're going to be doing a episode which I'm probably going to be talking about it more on Killer Dolls. And mm-hmm. they uh this little girl like the legend is like she died and she had drowned and she floated up you know the the guy couldn't save her who owned the land so she Uh her body ended up you know coming to the shore and then a doll came after that so she must have fell in you know playing or something Mm -hmm. and so the guy like put it up on like hanging up so everybody would commemorate her by like hanging dolls and like this whole island has dolls hanging around it like they're very you know weather worn and creepy looking and like they weren't already creepy looking enough and um yeah it's like it's really freaky to look at and I mean like obviously sometimes they can fabricate those shows in a way but Uh the one time this like they were like if this doll blinks at me and like the eye went down and I was like (gasps) oh that's the end of that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it was very interesting to watch but it was really freaky at the same time like there's there was like the guy who was like the translator wouldn't even go to the island because he was so freaked out. I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't think I could go to a valley full of, a valley full of dolls, sorry, an island full of dolls. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, like, so, like, what is, like, now what, with for you, what is you, do you have a personal ghost experience? Like, I don't. I don't. I'm just so interested in, in, like, ghosts and hauntings and all that. I just find, I just find ghosts so interesting. That's amazing. That's actually the name of one of our podcasts is Ghost and Hauntings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ooh. Like, Wait, about... is it out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm gonna have to listen to that. Yeah. Oh, um, oh you should. But, <laughs> yeah, like the first half of it, because basically how our podcast breaks down is like we pick a topic. Mm-hmm. Like she said tonight, we're after our interview here, we're recording one on Killer Dolls. So mm-hmm. we basically come together and we're like, okay, what topic do we want to talk about? Mm-hmm. And whatever the topic is, like, I find two horror movies to talk about that deals with it. So, mm-hmm. like, tonight I'm doing Child's Play and Annabelle. Well, Ooh. for the Ghost and Hauntings episode, I did House on Haunted Hill and A Haunting in Connecticut. And, like, that was the first half. Like, I basically just, I hazily described the plot to the horror mm-hmm. movie to mm-hmm. Haley, who's never really seen it. <laughs> and I react because and- I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> <gasps> Wait, yeah. you don't watch horror movies? I don't. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, but then the second half, the second half where Haley takes over, she brings in real life stuff. So in that one, we talked about uh, we both talked about real life ghost experiences that we've had. Yeah. Ah, uh, and then I have a mini freak out at the very end about a bat that was hanging in Matt's garage. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, I'm definitely going to have to check that episode out because, I mean, I love hearing stories about real-life ghost encounters. Oh, Matt's, Matt's one ghost encounter is really freaky. I definitely recommend listening to it. <laughs> okay, I will. Yeah, no, I definitely will. I love hearing people's encounters with ghosts. Yeah, for it's, sure. it freaked me out the first time I heard it, and I definitely explained that on the on the uh, <laughs> episode. But, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's very, like... It's weird because like that is so unexplored and mm-hmm. like after you die like do you, like is ghosts like unfinished business or like you have something that's holding you here or mm-hmm. are you in between and or like it what what happens after you die yeah. like it's so it's so fascinating I I completely agree I love um asking people who are really into physics or who like have a degree um in that field what they think of ghosts um and surprisingly they actually never think that it's a weird question which is always a relief because i'm like what do you think of ghosts um (laughs) yeah no so it's always i mean i've heard that the whole thing about you know matter doesn't just when you die like matter doesn't just that's me here (laughs) the law law of conservation of mass matter cannot be created or destroyed it can merely change properties and your brain generates energy and it's yep. not like energy just disappears so are ghosts sort of that residual energy um yeah no i'm always very curious i'm and always very curious especially, especially because we don't we know we have consciousness mm-hmm. but that's pretty much all we know about it yeah, yeah. like we don't know what it is we mm-hmm. don't know why we have it and animals don't we don't know what mm-hmm. makes it so mm-hmm. you know, and that's my thing is like is our you know is our consciousness this thing that they call a soul like is that energy because yeah. because if your consciousness or soul is energy then it cannot be destroyed yep and then you're just one like it's just it's gonna wander that simple it is okay. that simple <laughs> it, i'm so mad uncle so glad you brought that up okay so <laughs> i'm about to get i'm about to get a little um video game nerdy for yeah <laughs> um so i i don't know if you heard of the series kingdom hearts but they kind of yeah. toggle they they do i don't know if you know the story because it's so convoluted but they kind of no. play they kind of play around with the um that kind of i want to say that kind of story so the guy who um he directs it and he creates the story for his name Satsuya namura um he uh he has a thing where it's kind of like hearts okay so like once you if you get in the game you split up and if you you go into two different things you're a heartless and you're a nobody and it's kind of like the nobodies are a shell of you if you have a strong enough heart it's very interesting how he does it because it's so like it plays along that because in the recent game that came out they have a world in between and it's like oh. the sky yeah it's very interesting because everybody there is a star and they have lost all full memory of who they were before but they have slight recollection of somewhat of their past and like they can be brought back to that world that they came from if the people remember them so kind of yeah yeah so it's really freaky but it's so interesting (laughs) that is really interesting yeah and then like you know and like throughout you know sometimes they have like they 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 get scattered so like pieces of them so it's like kind of like pieces of their soul kind of get scattered and you have to place them back together and they come back together but 
they don't remember some of the it's like it's very convoluted but it, it makes sense if you follow the whole thing but mm-hmm. it, it's really interesting like I, de- I definitely recommend if you have time to check that out <laughs> yeah yeah no, yeah i mean and plus for the people to think that when you die like nothing happens it's just black you're done you're over it's like that's so pessimistic <laughs> i know it's so depressing <laughs> it is i think i would rather be a ghost yeah 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 i I don't know are you sure you sound skeptical (laughs) (laughs) well i don't well it's weird because like you don't know you just don't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) well see i think i think it would be cool to be a ghost for a little bit (laughs) Mm -hmm. like you know to like hang around and like do stuff and mess with people but you know once the people that you love start moving on i think you would want to move on right Mm. you know what i mean like i would want to hang around like as a ghost and like you know like maybe like you know see what my kids get up to after i'm gone yeah yeah but then like you know once my kids grow up and like they go then it would be like i would probably want to go to wherever it is they're going Mm. you know so like i wouldn't want to be a ghost forever (laughs) see but like that's another thing too because if you like watch certain movies it's always there's always good ghosts and bad ghosts kind of like here so like good people and bad people so it's like do you have something to be fearful or is there only certain circumstances where you do meet those bad ghosts well see i don't know like do either of you watch supernatural at all (laughs) Uh, I, no. <laughs> I, I watched the first couple of seasons a few years ago. <laughs> okay, well, in, like in that show, like they pretty much their ghost mythology is is that like when you die, you have X amount of time mm-hmm. to move on, right? Okay. Like you can either move on by yourself, or you know, like maybe you need help to do it. But once you miss that window, then you're stuck, and mm-hmm. once you're stuck. It doesn't matter if you start out a good ghost or not. Mm-hmm. Once you're stuck and you can't move on, the longer you stay, you start to get mad that you can't go. So then everybody eventually becomes a bad ghost. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if hmm, I feel like I don't know. Like you, if, if like if everyone, this is just if if everyone became a ghost when they died. I feel like the percentages of um you know good people and bad people would then translate over into ghost land so i feel like the amount of ghosts that are bad might be proportional to the amount of people that are bad but i don't know like maybe you only see them because they're wreaking havoc because they are bad so then it seems like they're more bad ghosts I, i i don't know i think about i think about just i don't know yeah, more or less. Like, <laughs> your, like, does your does your personality transcend transcend beyond mm-hmm. the grave? Yeah. Like, so if you are a ghost, like, are you the same as you are in life, or mm-hmm. not? Hmm. That is a very good question. Well, there was like now. Okay, now with the whole now, I'm gonna get into something now. Family crips. Okay, I just remembered Ooh. something like a story that this homeless guy went into this one crypt, you know, just to sleep or whatever. And he um, ended up like, like it was, it was really old, obviously. And, but it was like, it had a bunch of wealthy family members in there and he fell through this thing and it ended up like 
there ended up being more stuff like beneath it you know what i mean like it kind of like a hidden more like they obviously sealed it off so people wouldn't go in there and it just like but then something like weird shit started happening in the crypt so like do you think that maybe like people could be attached to their skeletons or that like like how how do you think that would factor in because Mm. it you know what i mean because then are you protecting where you're buried or are you protecting your family or like are you waiting for other family members or you know what i mean like that's Mm -hmm. that's something that like really like i i don't understand that either Mm -hmm. so you're telling me though that you like to go hang out in graveyards and you've never had a ghost experience me (laughs) yes yeah no i've actually (laughs) never had a ghost experience i'm just i'm just really curious i just like feeling like i might have one um i think because so i grew up um in a super super uh conservative christian household that didn't celebrate halloween but i was always so like i wasn't allowed like things that were sort of um blatantly scary weren't approved of (laughs) but um i was always very curious about all of that um so then of course as soon as i grew up i was just all over the place with that um and i grew up also reading like ellen montgomery's ghost stories um because she was approved because she wrote the homeschooler staple of Anne of Avonlea. Um, but <laughs> um, no, I've never actually had a ghost experience, but like I trawl um, weirdnewjersey.com, weirdnj.com, and all of their like really dinky um, forums discussing ghosts um, and ghosts of America um, because my parents live in South Orange, Jersey. Um, okay. And it's 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 nice and spooky. There are only gas lamps, um, and apparently the pond across their place. And I thought of this when you mentioned, you know, like animals are like don't have, uh, you know, consciousness, whatever. Um, that the pond the pond is supposed to be haunted by the ghost of a dog. That's interesting. <laughs> which is which is yeah, it's supposed to be haunted by the ghost of a dog who. Um, and this was this was on like a really dinky forum um that was drowned by a bunch of kids which is terrible but they say um that the dog haunts there i've never heard it um but it's just it's a very spooky town and so even more recently i've just been very very interested in ghosts um yeah but unfortunately it's still still waiting to have an experience with a ghost hopefully a positive one um but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah definitely still waiting see i've never really heard of like animal hauntings i'd never heard of animal hauntings either until i found that and i'm like i'm still waiting to hear it haven't heard it um but yeah no there's supposed to be a bunch of spooky stuff in that in jersey what do you mean (laughs) i had i was i I talked about a story at my aunt's house. Okay, but I mean, like, yes, but I mean, like, (laughs) okay, let me rephrase. (laughs) I mean, like, in terms of, like, how she said, like, the dog was, like, drowned by, like, a bunch of kids. Like, so, like, in, like, in that term, like, that would mean that, like, if you, depending on what ghost lore you believe in, then that would make you believe that that dog is hanging around because it's mad. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Like, like, you see what I'm saying? Like so, yeah. like that's what that's what I meant. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but no, see, I have had a bunch of ghost experiences. Yeah. <laughs> like I only talked about like one or two, like on oh, our really? episode. But like I've told Haley like a ton of them. 
Yeah, he has. And I've stayed at his house till the next morning because <laughs> it freaked me out that that much. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I'll definitely listen to that episode. Are there like any other stories that you can share? Yeah, I mean like okay, so I think Haley, if, correct me if I'm wrong. In that episode, like I talked about the big one, the one that freaked you out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I talked about the one when I was house setting. Yes. For my aunt with the dogs. Yes. Okay. So like, okay. So uh, that's funny. So like, I did that one, and like, I didn't do the, po- I didn't tell the positive story. He <laughs> told the terrifying one. <laughs> okay. So I have one that wasn't in the podcast. It's like it's a positive reinforcing because like how you were talking about like good ghosts yeah okay so when i was growing up i lived uh with my aunt and like Mm -hmm. she had like juvenile diabetes and you know like toward the end like you know her health started to go which was always going to happen but um i lived with them for years because when my mom married my stepdad like we did not get along and i was Mm -hmm. like i'm out of (laughs) here so so i went and lived there and she was um, big into, like, uh, board games, right? Like, we would sit and play board games all the time. Like, we would build puzzles, you know, all that mm-hmm. good stuff, right? <laughs> so, um, she died, and we were going through the house, and you know how, like, you know, you take stuff that, that you want. And I took a bunch of the board games, you know, because that was what we used to do together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, have you ever played the game Taboo? <laughs> yes. Okay, so you know how it has the buzzer. Yes. Right? Okay. That you set until it goes off. So that was a game that we played all the time. So I get these games and I take them back to my mom's because now she's gone. So I'm, you know, I'm back living with my mom. Mm-hmm. And it's like 11, 12 o'clock, you know, like midnight. And I'm sitting, like everybody else is in bed. And I'm chilling in on the couch and watching TV. And I had taken the board, I bought the board games home and I had put them under the cabinets in the kitchen. So I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden, like the taboo buzzer starts going off. So, you know, I'm like, oh, that's weird. You know, and I get up and, you know, I go in and I open the door and like it stopped. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, yeah, that was like, that was, that was weird. So, you know, I go back in and I'm watching TV and it happens again. So I go in and I open the door and this time like I actually like look around like you know it's like maybe something fell on the box you know and it pushed in the button you know that type thing mm-hmm. so I'm looking at it there's nothing on the box it's perfectly fine and it's it, it goes off it stops so I'm like okay so go back in you know happens a third time and so you know I, I am totally that white person in a horror movie that, like, when strange shit starts happening, I rationalize it away. <laughs> like, you, like, you know, yeah. like, there's a logical explanation for this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the third time it goes off, and I'm like, okay, like, the batteries in the thing must be dying. <laughs> you know, like, when batteries start to go in electronics, the electronics start acting all weird. They, like, misfire. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. So I'm like, okay, I guess the batteries are starting to go. It's the only logical explanation. So like it goes off a couple more times and I'm like, okay, like that's enough. I'm like, I'm going to go take the batteries out. So like I, I get up, I go out there, I pull it out. I open the box. I take everything out. I pull the buzzer out. The buzzer is going off in my hand. Okay. Like it is in my hand. (laughs) I flip it over. I open the back and there wasn't a single goddamn battery in it. 
Shut up. <laughs> Seriously. And so, and like my uh, aunt, her name was her name was Betty. Well, Elizabeth, but we called her Betty. Uh-huh. So I flip it over, open it. It's still going off. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. So then, like, I kind of just sit there for a minute, and I'm like, and I put the back back on, and I said, okay, Betty, I got it, and it did not go off again. <laughs> <laughs> I got chills. <laughs> oh, wait till you hear his big story. You're going to be like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Wait, Haley, did you ever have um, a, like a, a ghost experience in that graveyard you had to go through that your friend said she got grabbed in? Um, No, not in the graveyard, but I did have a ghost experience before. Actually, yeah, I, I mean, I had two of them, but I mean, like, one was more interesting than the other. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I can, I, I talk about it in the Ghosts and Hauntings, but I'll, I can mention it right, like, here. But, I mean, one was, um, so my grandma, like, my grandparents' house is haunted, and we all know that. <gasps> and <laughs> my pap used to go on a bunch of business trips, like, back in the day, and because he was, like, a structural steel architect. Mm-hmm. And he um, would like bring back her like bring home gifts for her and stuff like that and so like this was back back in the day and um he brought back this uh like white teddy bear from i think he went to like california or something and mm-hmm. it the cheeks lit up red and it played a little song you know when you um like squeeze the paw and so like it's all these years later and like everybody congregates around the kitchen table and we're, we're all talking whatever like my mom's there and it's my grandparents whatever and it was like raining really bad outside that night and so like we're all just talking and like we're just talking about like family or whatever and all of a sudden we hear music upstairs like no one was upstairs nothing and i was like what i was like do you guys hear that and they were like yeah and so i'm like that sounds really familiar so i don't i don't even know why i went upstairs because that is not like me at all but like i went up there to see (laughs) i turned the light on (laughs) and um i went up and i grabbed it and it was it was just sitting there on the floor playing like and you have to squeeze it's so old that you have to squeeze the paw really hard for it to play Mm -hmm. and i'm like what the heck so it stopped playing and i brought it downstairs i was like this was playing and they were like what and i was like yeah Uh, and i was was trying so hard to press the thing and it was not turning on (laughs) (laughs) oh my god my grandma was like oh it's just my my grandma she's she's a nice ghost i'm like okay but she's still a ghost and i'm freaking me out i'm out of here Whoa. So wait, that's so interesting. So your grandparents' house is just, it's just sort of like, can't, like it's haunted. Like everyone acknowledges that it's haunted. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause like there was a point, like even my friend Elena can admit that. Cause the one time, like, and I explained this to my pop. No, no, you're fine. Um, So like he, they drive one car because my grandma has rheumatoid arthritis in her hands and they, um, so like she'll be home sometimes, but like he won't be. And so like sometimes you like I have a key for their house so you walk in through the basement and then you know she can be upstairs you know cleaning or doing mm-hmm. out whatever while he's gone and so I remember I came to their house with my friend the one time and I, we walked into the basement and I yelled out like seeing if like she was there and like I thought she was because I heard someone say hello back to me and it was in a woman's voice 
it was like hello <laughs> and like here's me I'm getting all frustrated I'm like hello is anyone there <laughs> and so I walk up the basement stairs and I go up to the top and it's like you know I'm on the main floor now and I'm like hello and I'm thinking she's up on the, on the next floor and so like I walk around the corner same same place I was like I was at the bottom of the stairs where like we were listening to the teddy bear play and I hear I say hello and I hear hello and I'm like okay no one's here and it freaked me out and like it still it still gives me chills but I ran out immediately like at my heart like I thought yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah I told Elaine I was like we need to get out of here <laughs> yeah Ooh, yeah really freaky <laughs> wait are there any like haunted villages in Pennsylvania I think well Gettysburg yeah we have Gettysburg yeah you know since all that carnage went down um yeah. oh there's a, there you know what it's funny that you say that because there's a haunted there's a church in pittsburgh i think that uh is really haunted like i think it burned down at some point i remember reading about this it like burned down but the only thing that was like not destroyed from the fire was like this the altar and it had like this white cloth of, over it and they think that like that it's it's like a celtic or i don't know it was really strange though it was like really freaky like if you look at the picture like the white cloth is like pristine what yeah it's really weird okay, i'm gonna have to look that up i love well, hearing about like i oh, mean sorry, we have we have centralia um have either of you ever played silent hill no no okay so <laughs> well centralia pa is what silent hill is like based on like basically like it's this little town like in the middle of pennsylvania and it was like a coal town and it like you know it had a huge coal deposit like mine underneath it and they had a fire in there right like back in the 70s mm -hmm. and like it is still burning now Ooh. Okay? and like yeah and like so like people can't live there because like the roads cracked you know like there's there's constant like foggy smoke in the air and like if you go look at pictures of it like i don't know if it like if it's actually haunted but like it definitely looks it because like all the houses are run down like the the, the streets are broken there's like this constant ease and it's just like yeah nobody can live there because literally the underground of the whole town is on fire oh wait actually i'm glad you said something about that because i don't know what just triggered it but there's also a thing too it's in um it's like up north a little bit from pittsburgh but mm -hmm. um it's called hillview manor it used to be um an insane asylum i think at some point and oh. then it turned into a, like an orphanage or something but now oh. it's like abandoned got two of them and yeah and so <laughs> it's actually really strange because my mom knows a ghost hunter who actually <sighs> went there and investigated and it was funny because like on his Facebook, I, 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 I'm going to try and find the picture so I can post it to, so, to our social media because it's actually really cool. Oh. Um, he is standing. It's it's daylight outside and he's standing in front of the building. You know, I'm assuming they're getting ready to go, you know, at night to explore it. And in the top right window, it, there's two figures standing in the window and it's a boy and a girl. Like you can definitely tell. And, like, you just have to zoom in, but it's, like, white silhouettes of a boy and a girl standing in the window. It's really freaky to look at. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I'm definitely going to have to look up Hillby Manor. Yeah. Yes. 
<gasps> oh, kind of like kind of like me seeing the old lady in the rocking chair in the window. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's freaky too. <laughs> like, like I yeah I used to um I used to like it's it's the house that I talk about in that episode mm-hmm. and like what happened in it. But like I used to like play because I lived right across the street mm-hmm. and like I would look up and like this old lady would be in the window and like she'd be rocking in her rocking chair and she would wave and I would wave back and you know like I'm a kid I'm like it's no big deal I'm just waving to the old lady across the street and then like you know like mm-hmm. one day I tell my mom about it and she's like that's not possible and I'm like I'm telling you I'm like I, I have seen her with my own eyes and my mom's <laughs> like no dude like she died before you were born whoa <laughs> oh my gosh were you freaked out not really. <laughs> you weren't? You weren't? Ghosts don't really bother me. Mm-hmm. I mean, or I should say, like, in that situation, it didn't bother me because, I mean, she was just waving to me. Like, she wasn't trying to hurt me, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there have been times where, like, I've had experiences that definitely left me, like, creeped out. Mm-hmm. But I... I could I, I should say like out of all the experiences that I've had, like I haven't felt like my life was in danger. We'll just put mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mainly because when the when the two, when two of them happened, I bounced out. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Smart. Well, there was um if you was it Steven when we interviewed him and he was telling us or was that no, no that, that was, was um, Joe. that was that Joe. Joe. That, was oh, Joe. that was terrifying. Oh, he he told a freaky one. He was like he was you need to listen to that one to our okay. our round table with Joe Mercer. Mm-hmm. He was explaining about how he his friend what was it his friend's closet was haunted or something like that. Well, like there was like a a place what? in the wall. It was and, his, it was his friend's house, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. And there was a hole in the wall in the closet. And, like, no matter how many times his friend's dad patched up this hole, it, like, always came back. Right? Uh-huh. And then he was talking about they were playing, like, hide-and-seek or something. They were playing some kind of game. Yes. And he was hiding in his friend's bedroom, you know, mm-hmm. and the lights were off. And he was hiding in the bedroom, and, like, his feet were sticking out from behind the bed toward the closet where the hole was. Oh, my God. He, said he felt two hands grab his legs and started physically pulling him toward the closet no and yeah. he he started screaming uh-huh. he screamed and they ran in and they ran in and turned on the light like the hands let go and there was nothing there oh my no 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 that's like a real horror movie that's like a real right? life like you get dragged away screaming by the oh no right? and when, and when oh we were, my gosh and when, we were, and when we were recording this we were doing it remotely like right now like uh-huh. you're, like you're where you are yeah. I'm, at, I'm at my house and like Haley is actually at home right now so like yeah. we're having a three way Skype call Mm-hmm. And that's how we were recording that episode. And like I was recording in my garage, which is like not attached to my house. It's like across the backyard. And like I was recording out there because my kids get loud. And like it was getting dark and, and, and getting late. Mm-hmm. And like he starts saying that. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. like goosebumps. Like I'm all alone out here. And like that was freaky as hell. Yeah. Oh my. Uh. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, like I can't watch horror movies by myself because I won't. It's just, it's, it's not, it's not good. I can't. It's too, it's too much. <laughs> so is that like just horror as a genre at all, or like you so like you can't watch any by yourself, or is it just like specific? Um... I mean, pretty much any by myself, honestly. So like hearing a real life story at night in a removed garage, that would, that would freak me. That would, that would. Oh my gosh, I would, I would flip. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, like wait, no, Matt, like, should like, I tell her about? Guy? Matt, should I tell her about when I told you the one night to listen to that Beatles album backwards? What? About that, when you said that you were on YouTube and you went down a rabbit hole, I was like, fucking Hurley and her revolution of mine. I thought about it. Wait, what? Oh my god. So, okay. So, me and Matt met in a Beatles class, okay? Like, at college. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> and the one, I don't know why. You're going to bring this evil back into my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was like at home one night and I was like, I don't, I got curious like on YouTube. So like, you know how like some people say when you can hear messages if you play songs backwards? Yes. So I told him to listen to Revolution 9 on backwards from the White Album. I told him to listen to it backwards and he was by himself that night <laughs> and he was like in the it dark was like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and, like and my wife was working overnight so it was like literally just me and my oldest who was like what uh, he had to have been like what seven, seven or something seven or eight in time <laughs> and it's just yeah. us now let me ask aisha are yes. you familiar with revolution number nine <laughs> unfortunately i am not I'm so sorry. It's, no, it's, it's okay. Like, basically, like, it's just like a bunch of weird sounds and instruments. And like mm-hmm. literally all John does is go, number nine, number nine, number nine. Like over and, and that, over. That's so, it forward. That that's it forward. Okay. So like uh-huh. I don't it's freaky enough by itself. Like it's the one song on the white album I skip. But <laughs> but yeah, like she's like, Listen to this backwards. So, like, dummy me, it's like 3 a.m. I'm literally laying in bed, like, in the dark. <laughs> oh, no. And, like, I start listening to this, and I'm like, Haley, if you just made me summon some kind of fucking demon, where to go? Sorry, that was the funniest thing. Wait. It was like the one time I had a leg up on you where I scared you instead of you scaring me. <laughs> Wait, what does it say backwards? It's like, okay, if you look it up on YouTube, uh-huh. and like, now, okay, so I, like, I was, like, obviously, if you're reading the words on the screen, you're going to interpret it as that's what you're hearing in the song, but if you, honest, like, honestly, if you just, like, close your eyes or just, like, look away mm-hmm. from the screen and listen to Revolution 9 by the Beatles backwards, it, it'll, it'll have, like, people chanting it'll say it'll say some other like random stuff like i i'm not i don't really remember because i haven't listened to it in a while but it's really freaky enough for me (laughs) (laughs) it's it is really freaky though yeah why why would you do that (laughs) in the dark oh my gosh i'm gonna listen to that when someone's around (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> not at 3am in the dark but definitely sometime 
<sighs> yeah, like listen to it at like ten o'clock in the morning in broad daylight, where like you know <laughs> nothing's gonna come get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yikes. Okay, so like I just googled it, <laughs> and like supposedly like it like like I didn't listen to it, but even just on the um on like the description, it says Revolution Number Nine backwards. Turn me on, dead man. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it says. Yeah, at the beginning, and then like something about like the devil or something is like I remember that was a part of it. It's it's a long song, so I I don't really remember all of it, but yeah, it's like it like chants, that and then there's like people so... yelling in the background. It's really freaky. Wait, that is so creepy. Yeah. What the heck. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Wait, are there other songs played backwards? Like, what other? Big songs played backwards are really creepy. I, I don't know like anything about this. I honestly only know that because I, I we were in that Beatles class. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think wasn't there isn't like a Stairway to Heaven another one or something? Well, like that? they say in general like most of the time like you know that whole thing like started like in the seventies with like Led Zeppelin and Ozzy Osbourne and stuff like that. Like oh yeah. They were in the grips of like satanic panic, <laughs> and, and like they were basically saying like, "Oh, if you listen to this backwards, then it's the devil, and it's talking about the devil, and like all this weird oh shit." <laughs> so you know, like that's where it started. But like, yeah, but like, rep, like, and, like I've listened to most stuff backwards, and like, okay, it's like whatever, like it just sounds weird, but like. Yeah, like Revolution Number Nine, like legitimately creeped me out. Wait, like, you li- you listened to most stuff backwards? No, I, I said I've listened to yeah. like the stuff that they're talking about. Like, oh, I've okay. I thought that maybe you meant you had like a habit of just like, <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. But like, I, like other songs that people have said that about, like I've listened to them backwards. And it was gotcha. Sounded like garbled nonsense but like that one like i don't know if it was because Haley put me in the proper headspace beforehand or if it, if it was because like it had the typed out thing but it was like yeah like i was i was definitely for sure thought that like i had just summoned a demon by listening to it oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty freaky have you ever done seances like, have you ever done a seance? Either I, I have not done a seance. No, I haven't either. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> and, and I have a very, I have a very, what's the word I'm looking for? I have a very stiff stance on, like, Ouija boards. They, oh. they do not come in my house. Oh, my God. My aunt has a Ouija board, and I remember the one time my friends and I were trying to go to a graveyard to, like play with it why (laughs) i don't know i just kind of wanted to do it and then like it was so funny because um one of my friends wouldn't even touch. like i was holding the box and like my friend was like i'm not even touching it i'm like here and i was like i was like wow for once i'm like the one that's not afraid (laughs) but i mean yeah she has that ouija board in her house like in a drawer somewhere with all her other board games Whoa. It's like a classic one too. It's like one but, of the older ones. Yeah, see, a lot of people say that like even just having a Ouija board in the house is like it's just a doorway, man. Your well, house is haunted like, too. That's probably why. It's probably <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah, her house is haunted. 
Wait, do all of your family members live in haunted houses? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really have that big of a family, but like as of those two, they yeah, they do. But um, well, she had, she had two dogs and they had, well, ac- yeah, she had two dogs and they died. Actually, a third one recently passed away last year. But um, she thinks that, that, that it might be them <laughs> or it could be something from the Ouija board. I'm, I don't know. But it's like, I want the Ouija board pretending to be her dogs. Like, <laughs> Okay, so she has like a TV in her kitchen and a TV in the living room. Okay, and like they're connected. Uh-huh. And the one time she was like doing something in like the other room or whatever, and like apparently the TV in the kitchen was on, but the one in the living room wasn't. And like it didn't work. Like at the time, the remote didn't work for the TV, and you had to turn it on by pressing the side of the TV. But it turned. Oh. Yeah, and then like. She has this really tall dresser in her room and like it honestly is really high. Like you have to be pretty tall to like reach it. Mm-hmm. And her purse was sitting on like the the back end of it, like near the wall. And there's no way like it could have fell off unless it was like on the very edge. And it was like someone just like smacked her bag and it like fell onto the ground. And it was just laying there like when she came into the room and she doesn't even know how it could have fallen. There was like no earthquake, no nothing. <laughs> Wait, do you know what was playing when the TV turned on? Um, no, I think it was just like a random television. It wasn't. It wasn't anything as like scary <laughs> as like you know. It wasn't like some sublim- subliminal message from the ghost or whatever. But okay. it would have been kind of cool, kind of freaky at the same time. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the ghost wasn't even trying. <laughs> Because if you're going to turn on a TV, you need to turn on to like something scary, like like it has in to New be Nightmare, a message. like in New Nightmare when the TV turns on and it's not plugged in and it's playing a Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that would be pretty freaky. That would be. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So I I searched songs with like meanings backwards because I got curious, mm-hmm. and there's a song. Apparently, it's by an artist named Slayer. And it's ah, called Blair. it's called Hella Wait. <laughs> and apparently it says, I didn't need to listen to their hidden message, join us over and over to purchase their 1985 album. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> join us. <laughs> That's awesome. Wait, Hella Wait by Slayer? Is what it's called? Hell Awaits. Oh, Hell Awaits. I thought it was Hella Wait. I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's oh, waiting for you sense. to join them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I have to look that up too. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's really interesting. <laughs> so much good stuff. I'm ta- I'm taking notes. I'm like, okay, I've got to look up Toby Manor, Halloween, <laughs> song. Well, well, Aisha, maybe that is how you can finally have your ghost experience. Yeah, get yourself I'm a really board. waiting. Get yourself a Ouija board. <laughs> Take it to the graveyard. <laughs> I used to walk through Forest Lawn all the time because I lived about like five minutes. I don't know if you if you've heard of Forest Lawn. No. Okay, so there's one in Hollywood. Um, I think that's wait actually, I fr- Michael Jackson is buried at one of the locations, as are a bunch of famous Hollywood people. Um, the one that I used to live close to is the one in Glendale. Um, and they, they like recreated, um, a bunch of churches 
and there's like a little it's kind of like a museum and like a gallery that you walk into like the the buildings look like they're from you know like the 1500s and so there's a little gothic there's a gothic vibe for sure and the graveyard is huge um so interesting um and i used to just like walk through there when i wanted to feel mary shelley vibes um so <laughs> so, so that would be a good graveyard to bring the luigi for to maybe maybe i should maybe you should summon the ghost of michael jackson and then like <laughs> it'll just like <laughs> the like little the little thing will just be like hee hee like on the board Oh boy! I'm sorry. I had to. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> you need your last he. <laughs> you need your last he. <laughs> you, I think you are um, done, Haley. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this killer dolls episode. <laughs> Uh, I think Marilyn Monroe is buried at one of the locations too. Ooh, that would be cool. Oh, there was actually a really there was okay. There was a really weird pair of gravestones that I came across. Um and it, they both had the same last name. Right? Um I forget what it was. I have pictures of it somewhere on my phone. Um I just remember that the woman's name was Hazel and I think the man's name was something, you know, respectable like Charles something (laughs) (laughs) and and it said that they were married to each other but Hazel's birth date was after Charles's date of death ooh yeah and I just remember some kinky stuff going on there (laughs) there like time travel yeah, so that that I remember. Like I don't even remember. Like they weren't famous or anything, but the like oh, that was oh, interesting. That's yeah. freaky. Oh, I want to yeah. learn more about that. Yeah, I need to go find the photo of that because I was like, wait, what? Um, oh, you know what? That's so weird that you mentioned headstones because there's one up near the Pittsburgh airport. And there's like a graveyard up there. And I remember reading something about it. And it's like a black headstone or something. And the one time, apparently it's like cursed or something. Like if you defile this grave, you're you're going to die. Okay. And apparently like four guys went up there. And the one guy was like super, super drunk. And um, like they went up there, you know, like oh, walk through a graveyard, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they thought, it was, the guy thought it was a good idea to defile the grave in, you know, a way of letting his liquid go on it, you know? Yeah. Oh, just say peed on it, Haley. He peed on it. I don't want to be gross. We're all <laughs> so, <up> here. <laughs> and, and he like peed on it. And then like a week later, he got into a car accident and died apparently. Oh, what? Yeah. I was like, that's freaky. Like, that's not a, that can't be a coincidence. Like, yeah, it's really freaky. Like, and if you go there at like a certain time, like during a full moon or something, something happens. I don't know. It's really freaky though. Yeah. Are there, are there, are there like legends of witches in Uh, Pennsylvania? I would think that there are. Well, we do have, we do have Quaker country. Yeah. And the Amish. Yeah, but Quake, Qu- the the Quakers of the Puritans, they were 
they were more into whole that that whole bite the witches nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't know any witch stories. Um, I mean, from like haunted witch stories. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I mean, my mom knows like a witch, but like, which is pretty cool. But Ooh. yeah, well, we she- don't have we don't have any ergot bread, so that's why we don't have any <laughs> witches down there. Oh. Oh yeah, <laughs> that bread, the, the the what was it, the LSD bread or something like yeah. that? Wait, what is this bread? Wait, <clears throat> okay, so what am I missing? It was we we went into it on one of our other podcast episodes, um, which I think it was, it was on the Urban Legend one that we did. Yeah, and basically, there's this new article out that pretty much explains like how the Salem witch trials happened. Mm-hmm. And like apparently, like they grew their own wheat, obviously at that time for their bread. Well, there's this when you get too much water and like the wheat's not growing right, you know it goes bad. It gets this bacteria called ergot, and mm-hmm. when it breaks down, it pretty much has like the same components of like LSD, and like it causes like spasms and like Ooh. you know like just like weird crazy stuff with the body. So like mm-hmm. basically, like all these people were eating this bread. so like you had people like their bodies like contorting in spasms and then they're like tripping balls (laughs) you know so they're like holy shit witches yeah whoa yeah (laughs) that's really yeah that sounds like people could interpret as like possession everyone's possessed yeah, especially when you're high as shit. Yeah, because they're dripping <laughs> on acid. Yeah, and you don't know you're high as shit because you're just eating the bread. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, guys. Okay, so but listen, I do want to say one thing. I have to be responsible okay. here, real quick. Okay. Aisha, yes. If you do take a Ouija board to the cemetery, <laughs> take somebody with you. Okay. They I always promise. say they always say there's like two steadfast rules for using a Ouija board. You never do it by yourself, and make sure you move the planter to goodbye when you're done. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'll definitely make sure. Um, yeah, I'll bring someone with me. I actually did. My friends and I, my my two best friends, Frankie and Marina and I, we were so taken by this by forest lawn that we did a very dramatic photo shoot in the rain where we pretended like yeah so they'll they'll be more than down to come and with the ouija board to the graveyard for sure (laughs) oh that's awesome (laughs) you have okay if you ever if you guys do that okay you Mm -hmm. need to come back on here and you need to tell us about your results yeah (laughs) if if we if we're alive right Um, yeah if we're we're still around uh, yeah unless michael (laughs) jackson somehow like you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh i'll take um, it to like hazel's grave hazel ooh, yeah and be oh. like tell me tell me your secret yeah what happened here <laughs> and then hopefully they say time travel and i'll be like ah i thought so <laughs> <laughs> um, i like how you innocently think time travel and not necrophilia well i mean the thing is like he was already dead by the time she was born yeah exactly so how is that like working unless like i the only solution i see personally is time travel 
Yeah. Well, I'd be down for that because I, I tell getting back to physics, I totally believe that, <laughs> that was possible. We just haven't figured it out yet. Me too. Oh, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Maybe Hazel and Charles will tell us. <laughs> we'll just have to travel. We'll have to find them like through the, the vortex. <laughs> through the void, through the portal. Ooh, speaking of, actually, there's um there's a town. Well, it's not really. It's like a little village in Jersey. I don't know if you've heard of it called Ong's Hat. I have not. And I actually spent some time in New Jersey, like growing oh, up. You did? I've heard of that. Which part? Yeah. Um, I spent time in Bridgeton. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what was the other? And then they, they, another section that's like basically just basically a stone's throw away from Camden. Oh, okay. Like, like you, like, like my dad was like, you can hang out and play here, but he's like, don't go down there. <laughs> like, Camden is, like, horrible. Yes. Well, there's that section called the Pine Barrens that are okay. supposed to be, it's the Jersey Devil. Is yes. To be there. yes. Yeah, yeah. I, funny story. When I was growing up, I stayed at my dad's house. He lived on his huge farm, and he had mm-hmm. acres upon acres of woods, right? Mm-hmm. And me and my older brother were sleeping outside in a tent. So my dad tells us about the Pine Barrens and the Jersey Devil, uh-huh. right? And then, so he tells us this story, and then, you know, we get hunkered down to go to sleep, and, like, middle of the night, my dad comes out, he opens, yeah, you know, he starts hitting the tent, and, like, he opens it, right? Mm-hmm. And he sticks his head in, and he has, like, this devil mask on. Oh, that's so messed up. That <laughs> is. But listen... My older brother, okay, he's two years older than me, and he is so much bigger than me. He even was so much bigger than me as a kid, too. He mm-hmm. freaked the fuck out. And, like, basically, like, curled up into a ball <laughs> at the back of the tent so that, like, you know, my dad couldn't reach him because, obviously, we didn't know it was our dad. Yeah. And that little old me, I just threw back and kicked him right in the face. Oh, my god, <laughs> That's badass. That's, That's badass. So funny. That's so messed up, though. <laughs> like, is, I would well, like, freak out. But Haley knows, like, we were talking about it. Like, when my fight or flight kicks in, like, <laughs> nine times out of ten, I settle on fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the one time I was... Like, I was, I'm throwing like, hands. I w- yeah, because I was like, oh. I'm like, I was telling him... I was like, what if I show up to your house dressed as a ghost, like just under a sheet, like acting like a damn fool, like outside your house? <laughs> and he was like, I will literally shoot you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, okay, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I won't play. Yeah, the, the yeah, spooky pranks. Dang, that sounds like dangerous repercussions. <laughs> <Yeah>. Very. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. no, the. The Jersey Devil is a... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying I'm a fighter, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. Yeah, no, I mean, the Jersey Devil is supposed to be so creepy, though. Yeah, it's like this, um... Like, have you ever seen Harry Potter? Yes. Okay, you know, like, the things that Luna Lovegood can see? Yes. That's what it looks like to me. Yes, same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's It's so creepy. Like, there's so many... Oh my goodness. So many like have you heard about the Yetis that are supposed to be in New Jersey too? <laughs> no. I've not heard about the Yetis. <laughs> yeah, no, they're supposed to be the, yeah, they're supposed to be Yetis all over Jersey, but I think especially 
Essex County, which is where my parents are. Um, And like on the forums, they're all like different accounts, but you know, they all look the same. They're all like, oh, he was, he was seven foot tall with red eyes. Um, And then they, they like, they really get into it with discussing like the teenage yetis and the adult yetis. And, and then they start discussing how like yetis age because the gaps between stories is so long that they're like, is it the same Yeti or is it a different Yeti? How old is that Yeti? What? Like, yeah, no, they're supposed to be Yetis. Do you believe in Yetis? Oh my god, it does look like a Thestral. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I was Googling. <laughs> because I was like, really? It, like, it does, it's creepy. You nailed it, it looks like a Thestral. Yeah. No, it's so creepy. So, I mean, if you want to go camping in the Pine Barrens alone, then maybe you'll, you'll see it. I'll do it. I ain't scared. <laughs> okay. You'll just kick it in the face as it comes at you with, like, its, its fangs. And it's, it's like, we'll stop there after we go record in the Conjuring house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, have you... <laughs> I know you don't watch horror movies, but have you heard of the Conjuring, Aisha? Yes. Okay, so Haley found the real-life house that The Conjuring is based off of in Rhode Island. (gasps) And she told me about it. She was like, I found the house. And the first thing I said was, awesome, we should go record an episode of our podcast in there. Oh my gosh, can you? I don't know. (laughs) She firmly told me no. (laughs) (laughs) Please. It's okay. I'm so curious. I want to look this up. So it's in Rhode Island? Yes. Cool. I mean, if you if you recorded a podcast there, that would be yeah, that'd be very exciting. Well, I Haley said yeah, the West Virginia State it. Penitentiary as well. Ooh. well she, told, she told me I could record it in the house, but she was going to stay out and record it in the road. <laughs> yeah, just like just like let him. <laughs> if something happens, if something happens, oh my gosh. Well, we know if Matt gets scared, he'll run out of the house, so. He'll he'll kick the ghost in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be fine. <laughs> we'll hear a ruckus. Uh, yeah. I definitely love haunted places, though, for sure. Yes. Yeah. It's just fascinating. <laughs> it, it, it really is. It really is. And I just, like, all the spooky and the... Yeah, because they just have so much, like, it's interesting how, like, the history of everything, like, even, I'm sure you heard of um the Heaven and Hell in over in England. I think it's in England. It, it's a cemetery, I think. And the, uh, someone's heart, like, one of the kings, like, their heart is there. And yeah, that sounds really familiar. Yeah, and it's, um, they have, like, you can do tours down uh, in, at at that place and at the heaven at the very top is the heart and then at the very bottom is like something else and there was like you can like walk through the caves and stuff like that i forget what it's called but it's very interesting and apparently it's haunted as well um Ooh, that's very well, exciting how haunted like just a little haunted or haunted as shit no like haunted as shit <laughs> okay. well i definitely want to go there um i'm gonna see if i can find it yeah no i i'd be yeah i love just like graveyards in general something about it like there's this also there's this there's this mausoleum that's um advertised i think around like the maplewood jersey area that i i i need to go to because it it 
just seems, I don't know, so, oh, just spookiness, spookiness everywhere. I love Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jersey has like a lot of history too. It North- does. The Northeast has a lot of haunted lore. Yeah, it really does. Like I grew up in, I honestly, I kind of had like a, a ghost starved, spook starved experience growing up. Cause I grew up in Scottsdale, Arizona where everything was new and like perfectly manicured. So there wasn't much history. Um, it was super boring. There was just, you know, cacti and, and dust. Um, and just, yeah. So any, any part away from that where there's, you know, haunted houses and graveyards, I, I get really excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's it just it sounds to me like you're just you're just like a ghosty goth girl at heart i probably yeah don't like, be fooled don't be fooled by the smiles and country music i'm actually there <laughs> you need to either move to the northeast or get yourself one of those plantations in the south oh my gosh super haunted too Oh, yeah. yeah. Demi Lovato's mentioned that. I think she has a house in the South. I think it's her or maybe like Dolly Parton or something. And they um they were like on a thing talking about it. And like they have it was like this woman in like a white gown and like she apparently hung herself or something. And you can always see her like on the balcony on the top floor of the plantation. It's like it's very strange. Like it's interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was there like a point in time where you both got super into like supernatural occurrences and whatnot? Yeah. I have like all the DVDs of Ghost Hunters downstairs because I got too much into it. And then like I started looking stuff up on YouTube and then I mm-hmm. was like <laughs> looking at like because I remember the first one I think I remember very clearly was the li- the story of Lizzie Borden. Oh, yes. Yeah, and I remember like they did her house and it, it I don't I don't I, but I don't think her house is very haunted, uh, you know. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, it could be, but they you also have like um the Stanley Hotel from The Shining. Mm-hmm. And then you have um like the Queen Mary and all that which are supposedly very very haunted. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's um a hotel that was built back in the day by this guy he was um i think he was like some sort it was like the 1930s but he was some sort of like elaborate con artist and he had all these mechanics throughout the hotel but he would murder people in them (gasps) yeah it's like it's really cool i think it's still standing today you're talking about hh holmes yes isn't it is it isn't it in california or chicago or something like that okay some of the world's fair and like he was one of a, he's known as one of America's like first serial killers. Okay, yeah, I remember that one. That was another one too that got me. Yeah, like he built this hotel, and there was like all kinds of trap doors that would like, they like like a trap door would lead out. Like it would make you fall into a room that there was like no way out of. Mm-hmm. Like, like there was no doors or like anything. Oh my like, gosh. He would, like he would starve them, or like he would like put in gas and like, yeah, and then like he would just keep all their possessions. Oh yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. What's that house that was super elaborate and never finished? So there are a bunch of doors leading nowhere. Sorry, this is like a really vague explanation. Um, And it was like built by that really rich family. And it was so ambitious that they 
had like it was built over several generations but still never finished and then something about the architecture was off and now it's apparently overrun by ghosts oh i never heard of that that totally sounds like the plot for rose red but (laughs) 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 maybe i just this is why i told Haley. She was like, oh, what kind of stuff we could t- can we talk about? And I'm like, listen, we could talk about anything because any kind of spooky thing you got, I guarantee you I have a movie for it. <laughs> Wait, I haven't seen Rose Red. You haven't seen Rose Red? Oh, Stephen King's Rose Red. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I need to see this. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I def I will I will watch this. I mean, I watched the the It movies. What did you think of the It movies? I liked I liked the new ones, but mm-hmm. I didn't think they were I didn't think they were scary. But that really? but that's because I saw the original It miniseries when I was ten. Uh huh. And really the, scary? and so the original parent Pennywise scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> And so this one, I'm kind of just like, eh. Oh, okay. I I liked them, but it was like, it didn't scare me. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I have a question. When you were over in England, did you go to any castles? Oh, I wish. I went to some graveyards. (laughs) (laughs) I went to, like, all the graveyards that I went past because I was staying, actually, um, in King's Cross. Okay. Yeah, and then sort of, like, just going between there and, like, Close to, uh, what is it? Close to, uh, use, what is it called? Christchurch, one of the universities. Um, and I would go into every graveyard I went by, but unfortunately, no castles. And that is still on my bucket list. I <laughs> really need to go to some castles. So, what, you lived in King's Cross? Um, I, I stayed there. Like, every time, I, every time I've gone to London, I've been in the King's Cross area. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. so, so did you go to the train station and <laughs> did you see Baby Horcrux Voldemort? What? <laughs> that's there? I didn't see Baby Horcrux uh, Voldemort. Yeah, when, <laughs> God damn it, Haley. Why did they add that? <laughs> when Harry Potter and Voldemort do the whole Expelliarmus. No, I know that. No, I know that. I thought you meant the action. the train station. That's King's Cross. No, I know that. But I was, I thought they added it as an attraction because I know you can, there's a, they have a so thing the there. Platform. That's a very, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've I've seen the platform, but I haven't. No, I've not seen. Um, unfortunately, um, baby, Voldemort. Okay, going back to the castles anyway. Fearing <laughs> off from baby Voldemort. <laughs> That's baby all like freaky, freaky looking. Anyways, <laughs> um, I only asked because I know I went. I was there a couple years ago, and there was. Uh, I went to a castle down. I stayed in a little town, like kind of south of London. And there is a town card called Arendelle, and I definitely recommend you go next time you, you're in England. And there's a castle there, and it's it's a, it sits up on a hill. It's very it's really cool. And attached to it is a little chapel. And in there is like you know how over there they kind of have like the mausoleums up for like the knights and like you yes. know different. Yeah, they're like really cool. They're like above ground, and they have like the really detailed like stone on top of where they're buried. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like a couple of those in there, and then up in the keep, uh, they had 
they still had like the hay and then the torture area where they would leave people like down there and they would just starve them and like leave them there and by themselves and you know guards would watch them from atop of like the keep and things like that and i definitely got a weird vibe from that it was it was gorgeous but i definitely got a weird vibe from that place <laughs> okay yeah no i definitely I, I just wrote that down i'm definitely gonna check that out next time i'm there uh, yeah it, it's honestly beautiful and you can see so much from the view because you're allowed to walk up there like around the keep where the guards would walk mm-hmm. and it oh it's so interesting and then they have like a lady in waiting's room and things like that you can visit oh yeah it's really cool Ooh, ooh. are there any other places that you went to in england that like gave you um well i went oh geez um not really because like i went i was more because i was in like a little town that Mm -hmm. it was it had a lot of history to it like i went there was also a church there and i definitely recommend going to any church if you can (laughs) (laughs) um even in the outside but i um i don't know like it really didn't nothing else really i got a harry potter vibe from a lot of the stuff but Mm -hmm. nothing really too freaky but i mean that castle had like i feel like it had so much history to it and then it just it was like very worn down in some parts but it, it was still cool because like there was a duke that still lives there um oh fancy yeah so like they had one side of the castle open and like some of the grounds open that you could walk around and then they had like the chapel you could go to um and then they kind of had like the other side closed off but i mean it was just it was very weird because over there it's so modern but it's so old at the same time Mm -hmm. and it's just it's very fascinating when you get to go to like different spots but i mean like i was more so in like the brighton area and um, like Portsmouth, and those are kind of more like Brighton's more like hippie. Like the only thing scary I saw there was a bunch of naked people. So I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but I oh love. Oh my gosh! It's <laughs> still really freaky. <laughs> I get what you're saying about like the whole like it being really modern and then like not. Because yeah. when I was stationed in Germany, I went to Heidelberg Castle. Mm-hmm. And like, you get off the train in Heidelberg, and it's like it's modern. There's skyscrapers. Like there's like this big metal sculpture. Like it's 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 completely modern, like crazy, right? And then you walk three blocks north, and all of a sudden, like it looks like you're in Transylvania. like everything's like it's cobblestone like the little houses are tiny you got like these creepy looking trees the the castle is up on the hill like overlooking everything and i'm like i had like it's like you literally like step foot into dracula that's really cool yeah (laughs) like the nice thing about europe is it just has such rich history yes i love it and it's like all easy to get to yeah Mm mm-hmm like yeah, that like, was thing. like there's like like you said there's like all these historical places and mm-hmm. like where i was stationed one day i got on a bus and like four hours later i was in paris that's and so and then so nice. you know, another <laughs> day i got in my car and two hours later i was in um uh trier and in trier that was like part of like where the roman empire like you know like expanded down into that area 
mm-hmm. and um, the Porta Negra, as they called it, or the Black Gate that was there to, like, you know, separate it off and keep everybody out, like, it's still there. Oh. So, well, you know, we went and went all up in there and took all kinds of pictures and, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. But it's like, yeah, it's like all that really old, old historical stuff is there and mm-hmm. you could just go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I You know, I, I I don't think we really have anything like that here. I mean, like, okay, mm-hmm. you go to, like, Gettysburg, you yeah. know, where the Civil War was, or you could go, like, up yeah. there to Montana, like, you know, where you had custard mm-hmm. glass stand, but that's not Roman Empire old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I just remember, I think the first place I went to in, in America that I felt had so much history was Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, because I, I went there from Scotts. I was like, oh my gosh, like all of these buildings are from the 1700s. No way. Um, yeah, and then my first like proper graveyard experience was there, where um, Samuel Adams is buried, and I was just, I was so thrilled. Oh, so that's excited. really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, have you ever been, Matt? Is it in now? Help me recall this. The city of bones that's underneath one of the cities. I can't remember if it's in Paris or in it's Paris. London. It's okay. Paris. Have the you cat- ever heard- the Paris the catacombs? Yes. Have catacombs. you ever seen? Have Have you ever seen that before? Like, I have not. I really want to. It's interesting. There was a video of a guy that I saw. He was down there recording. Like he was just like walking through and he was hearing something thing and like he all of a sudden like he dropped the camera and you could just see him running away from something like he was so scared he was just he it was gone (laughs) oh yeah no i definitely want to go there for sure yeah it's like really freaky but it's really like cool but um, you can get lost so easily down there i heard like (laughs) really freaky oh boy yeah that would I get I get lost easily too, so that might be I might need some help. <laughs> Go in and never come out. Uh. Well, you can take a Ouija board into the catacombs. <laughs> Let's do that. Wild. A lot of people to talk to. Yeah, I feel like the Ouija board would go wild, and like all the messages would be just jumbled. If I took it into the catacombs, the Ouija board would like catch on fire. yeah it's like yeah i feel like if i go to a specific grave i don't know i don't know maybe if i go to like specific grave it'd be like a very organized communication i don't know (laughs) well like Haley said you could go to michael jackson's grave (laughs) your last he (laughs) you know you're moving the planchard around it's like c H A what is he spelling? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh my god, you'll see the ghost of Michael Jackson just moonwalking like in front of you. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I mean, if that's what you're gonna see, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely bragging rights if you see that ghost. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we have strayed so far. I know, I know, but you know what? This was, this was so fun. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I had fun talking uh, with you. If you ever want to come back on, please join us. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah no, you should, I, um, I think actually, I think you do. I because I noticed when we were talking today, we were talking on my personal Twitter. 
but I've hardly, <laughs> I've hardly been on there lately because when I was launching this podcast, you know, we made one for that. So, like, I'm always on there. <laughs> but, um, yeah. If you ever want to come back on, just, like, shoot a message. Thank you. Tell yeah, us, I, us about the Ouija board. I would definitely love to. I, yeah. Yeah, I had a great time. I'm going to listen to the, the, what was it, the, the Ghosts and Hauntings episode? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely going to listen to that. I had yeah. Thank you for yeah. joining my graveyard. This was such a fulfilling conversation for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> that's what. Well, that's what I told Haley. I was like, I, I was like, I was like, Aisha, like, message me, and she like, she wants to talk about ghosts and graveyards. <laughs> and she was like, and I was like, she was like can we talk about graveyards? And I was like, hell yes, we can talk about this. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is like a weird speaking point. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, maybe next time I'll actually have a proper ghost story. So yes. Yeah. A ghost that would be amazing. <laughs> then, all right. Let's bring this back around. Okay. <laughs> let's get back to some work <laughs> before you go. Give us any social media handles you may have. Uh, you can get people to follow you you know reiterate again when your book's coming out if you have any other ones out so this is your chance to plug okay plug away away. all right so um i'm barely on twitter but you can follow me at aisha tritle that's a-i-s-h-a-t-r-i-t-l-e um i'm more active on instagram that's aisha rebecca so that's my first name and then middle name r-e-b-e-k-a-h um you can also just look up aisha tritle on facebook find my page um and my book endgame comes out on february 14th from kyanite publishing you can pre order it now if you pre-order it from kyanite you can get it for 99 cents because it's an ebook um and then i have a, a longer book called life 2 coming out with them also later this year um yeah there's our shot there's oh, our shot yeah. when when life when life 2 comes out <laughs> we have you back on <laughs> please yes so, yeah. you, so that you can spend five minutes talking about that book, and now we're going to get into whether or not you had a ghost experience. <laughs> and all my efforts to to have a ghost experience since the last time we chatted. Yes. <laughs> so, so, all Haley, the places we, I've taken the Ouija board. <laughs> so, Haley, are we following her on Instagram? I believe we are. Yeah, I, I think so. We I, you. you said her name; it sounded familiar, but I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Yeah, let me let me let me see. Let me see real quick. Let me just make sure. Okay. Um, yeah, you- we're good. I just followed you back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay. I apologize. It's okay. It's I'll okay. follow you to make up, I'll follow you on my personal one as well. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. That, I do not have a personal Instagram because I <laughs> suck at Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I will follow you back, Kaylee. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm better at Instagram than Twitter. I, See, yeah, I, I am the exact opposite. I am I I kill it on Twitter, and I can't do anything on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually does. But I apologize because I um, it's a little crazy because I have so many accounts on my phone. I have mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. this one for the podcast. I have one for my corgi, and then I have my personal oh. one. And then I have I do social media for work as well. So like I have a lot a lot of Instagram. Oh my gosh. Can I follow your Corgi? Oh oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's the what's the username? It's Pippa. 
P I P P A, mm-hmm. and then an X, and then a corgi. <laughs> Wait a minute, am I spelling corgi wrong? C O R G I. Why am I not? Pippa found her. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> her face. Oh, she's cute. <laughs> Thank you. She's she a little is, brat. <laughs> she is cute. I love the close-ups of her face. I know. And she likes to stick her tongue out a lot, too. <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> yeah, she has a little attitude, if you can't tell. She gives a lot of, you know. I can see it. I can yeah. see it. Getting that vibe. Which yeah. How many followers is Pippa up to now? Uh, 660. <laughs> I was on Instagram. I tried Instagram and I, and I did not get anywhere near 660. Like, this is a dog. <laughs> but Pippa is so cute. She is adorable. Her tongue. Her tongue I is know. Oh, that is cute. Yeah, I follow a lot of dogs. <laughs> I also have a labradoodle, but she doesn't have an Instagram. She kind of gets featured on Pippa's because she doesn't sit still. But yeah, <laughs> that's the one under the towel. Uh, no, she no, that's Lily. She was an old English sheepdog. If you scroll down a little bit, Luna's black. Her name's Luna because oh, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, she's cute. <laughs> Thanks. Whoa, that's a beautiful dog. Thanks. I right now, <laughs> <laughs> she's very bad. <laughs> She looks kind of mischievous and yeah. Oh, she is. Oh, her tongue too. Her tongue's sticking out too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know when About's Life 2 is going to come out yet or are you still waiting? Um, it's it, I have to turn in some um, major edits, so that's on me. It was supposed to come out earlier this year. Um, I suspect it will come out around August. Um and then I probably will be actually also at Granite Con. Um, so that's the, I think, the New Hampshire Comic Con. Oh, that. that's awesome. Yes, because I was talking to Sam because yeah. I was talking to her because I know she said she was organizing some stuff with you guys up there. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm actually interviewing Sam next Saturday. Ooh. And, um, I, I was asking her because me, I told Haley, I was like, we should totally take the podcast up at Granite Con. Do it. And like Do we it. could have some of the authors on, like we could have you guys on live. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, do it. No, I'm I'm planning on being there. That would be oh so fun. Oh my gosh, yeah. I would love to meet everyone in person. That would be so fun. I'm really excited because I've never met any of the Kyanite people in person. So <laughs> really Dude, tearing we up could for come that. Up, we could come up, we could do some live podcasting, and then we could all go to a New Hampshire graveyard. Oh my gosh, yes! (laughs) That would be so fun! Maybe that's when I'll have my ghost encounter. Oh my, yes, with us. Yes, that would be epic. Okay, in that case, though, I'm just watching because I'm not touching a Ouija board. (laughs) Okay, I will. I'll bring my hands. Because I am not bringing anything home with me. Oh my goodness. I have children's. I can't (laughs) do it now. (laughs) Oh my. Okay, well then yes, let's like yeah. So we definitely should come to Granicon. I'm gonna run that past Sam next week. And then 
we should definitely have you back on again when Life 2 comes out. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, already looking forward to it. This was so much fun. <laughs> yes, yes. This was like, this is probably one of our best interviews. <laughs> <Aww>, thanks. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like, we had, we had a pretty fun interview with Stephen Co- Coughlin. Mm-hmm. You know that the other yeah, you know, Fifty Shades of May guy. Yeah, yeah. that is what yeah. we interviewed him about. We interviewed him about Fifty Shades of May. He was and hilarious. We talked about furries, and we talked oh. about and we talked about porn. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it got off the rails real quick. <laughs> Whoa, I'm very yeah, I'm very intrigued by his book. I haven't read it yet. I really want to. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Yeah, I feel I feel like I'll just laugh my head off through it, which yeah. it sounds like that's the intent. So I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, basically, and actually, let me. What do you use to listen to your podcast, Aisha? Do you use Apple? I do. I do use Apple. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we are on Apple. Okay, cool. And it's Matt and Haley's Garage of Horror. Mm-hmm. So if you just type that in, it should pop right up for you. Sweet. And then, like, all the episodes are right there. Like, because, like, I actually my my first interview. When we started the podcast, I did one with BK, and then, oh, yeah. yeah, and then Stephen was our was our second. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm gonna be listening to these podcasts this week. Oh, please okay. do! Like we yeah. love it. Like we love it when people listen, and, and like so far, like most of the people we've talked to, like not to toot my own horn, have like loved it. <laughs> no, I yeah, I'm sure they have. For but sure. like, yeah. as soon as you listen to the Ghosts and Hauntings episode please let us know what you think of math big story <laughs> i will ping you as soon as that's done if i'm like not too freaked out that yes yeah. maybe after i calm down if i'm yeah. really freaked out then i'll <laughs> message you yes for sure and you can message me on any of my three instagrams that you just follow <laughs> i'll message you via pippa yeah <laughs> oh my goodness all right well (laughs) (laughs) well everybody this has been our interview with aisha turtle yes (laughs) we hope you have as much fun listening to it as we had recording it (laughs) (sighs) thank you all right everybody that was our interview with aisha turtle didn't i tell you it was awesome Make sure to go purchase her new book, Endgame, and hit up her social media channels. Bye, everybody.